everyone and welcome back to Not Just Bop, the podcast from Winchester Student Union. You're here with your three sabbatical officers. My name's Megan, I'm President. I'm Vic, your Vice President Education and Welfare. And I'm Ellen, Vice President Activities. So we're back. It's been a little while. We haven't recorded one of these for a few weeks, so we just thought we'd come back, uh, give you guys an update on what's been going on in Winchester Student Union, what we've been up to, um, and what we're looking forward to over the next couple of weeks. So, have you been? Have you been, gals? Vic, how's your week been? Oh God, I mean, it's been a bit, bit, bit weird. Um, if some people didn't know, um, I am self-isolating. And so is Ellen, actually, but I'll let her, you know, say her bit on hers. Um, so, yeah, self-isolating. Thankfully, tests came back negative. Like, don't worry about it. It's absolutely fine. Not that anyone was worrying anyway. Hey, I'm but, um, worried. <laughs> but, yeah, all fine, all good, no symptoms. But, um, yeah, I found it this week working from home a little bit mm. difficult. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of it. <laughs> it's, been, it's been hard. So, yeah. Um, I think we're going to talk about it like a bit later mm-hmm. after um, Ellen to give her updates and stuff. But yeah, just just a bit weird, really. Yeah, mm. Ellen. So, how have you found it? How's your week been? Um, it's been okay. It's been good. Um, obviously, we've been self isolating now for over a week. Um, Vic and I both live in flats. And we haven't even been able to go out for exercise, which I'm sure a lot of you have been in the same position. Mm. Um, it's not ideal. My skin's breaking out. I've, you know, not seen anyone except my flatmate. Um, but it's fine. Um, getting some work done. It's quite hard to work from home by yourself when you can't go outside and everyone else is in the office. But when you don't really get a break on things. No. No, working from the soft office is, I forgot that it was very hard to slip in and out of, you know, when to stop working. Mm. By the way, the soft office is the it's bedroom. the bedroom. <laughs> my, my original setup for isolation was the only option I had um, because my housemate also works from home and has lots and lots of meetings. I was in my bedroom and I was, had my laptop on my bedside table. So like, it's quite... I don't know about, you know, surface area of your bedside tables at home. Mine's quite small. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're not very big. The laptop. So, um, yeah, it was interesting chatting to senior management sat at my bedside table. But, you know, it's a pandemic. I'm not going to apologise for that. Um, I was making it work. Never be apologetic. No. Um, but we're all good. We'll be back in the office on Wednesday. So not long. Woo-hoo. I'm so excited. We can't <laughs> wait to see you. How are you, Meg? Yeah, so it's been weird being the only sab in the office. Um, oh. We've also had a couple of other like staff members who have been isolating too. Um, again, no like positive COVID tests and no symptoms, which is brilliant. Yeah, um, it's just been very quiet. Um, very quiet. I'm in the office by myself, which um, it means sometimes I get a lot done. Mm. It means most <laughs> of the time I like have to talk out loud to make noise do you know what and I there's mean? just no quality entertainment from down the hall is I there? mean you are right yeah I, I do miss Ellen running down the corridor I mean um. I think everyone would agree I'm joking I'm totally joking <laughs> <laughs> everyone's probably had such a great quiet 10 days without Vic and I no but do you know what we always talk about how the like working environment in the student union offices is loud potentially distracting but like 
I don't think I've ever appreciated it as much as I have done when you like no one's here like it's so quiet it's so boring yeah (laughs) sorry but especially when there's like (laughs) I mean it was bad enough I'm not saying it was bad at all we love the offices regardless but bad enough when there's no you know sports teams coming in students just coming in and saying hi our student officers coming in yeah and then okay so there's no students now there's like limited staff like I can imagine it's been a been quite of a drag yeah yeah but I mean besides that I've had a crazy hectic week obviously mm. um last week um if you don't know I was asked to speak on a radio program on behalf Ooh. of NUS so she's no now. um so early <laughs> in yes yeah I I now know why I don't get up at 6am for fun yeah um there is only one six o'clock in the day for me and it is 6 p.m um and it will remain that way because it's very very early you did so well though meg oh thank you i appreciate yeah it was um yeah it was hard (laughs) and i think it was just another added pressure because i mean obviously i'm always doing like when i do anything work related i'm doing it as president of winchester student union but i was speaking on behalf of nus which Mm. is obviously like a national body that represents the views of millions of students all over the UK so yeah such a tough job from you like talking about the rhetoric of the government oh my god don't use that word rhetoric (laughs) again I just had to slip that one in there Vanessa Feltz was not a fan of the word rhetoric and that's okay everyone's entitled to their own opinion it was so nice to hear like someone speaking on the radio I mean I don't tend to listen to the radio but I do watch the news and you know all the mm. live announcements on Facebook and stuff so nice to hear someone just so relatable talking about obviously I relate to you you're my friend but like I think all students and you know academics would listen to that and be like oh my goodness someone from a university just chatting about how students feel about this travel yeah. window like it was just so nice even at you know 7 a.m yeah exactly <laughs> and this is the thing like it, she at one point I think she was trying to insinuate that I didn't agree with the travel window and mass yeah. testing and stuff which just isn't the case like you know on a side note fundamentally it's brilliant that yeah. the government have actually put in guidance for students because for the for the rest of this pandemic it's just been a free-for-all on like yeah. university just have to figure out and you just have to like almost like suck it up and get on with it mm. and it's mm. so good that the government have given this to students but the fact still remains that it's not clear there's no clarity there's been no assurances made yeah it's it's gone down the route of every single student is the traditional 18 year old undergrad that has a you know family home to go back to yeah. and it forgets of a lot of the other students there's a so, lot yeah. of what ifs isn't there like what yeah. if I have a job in Winchester or what if I have already booked a flight outside the travel window and I think yeah. it's just so great that you could you know shout about a couple of those you know exactly um, on no, not like what's the not it's not even social media it's just like regular old-fashioned media like, yeah normal media like bbc radio crazy. in the press world it was yeah. crazy it was crazy so well yeah that was fun know. um and then i'm doing another thing with nus this week where i'm going to a meeting and speaking with the university's minister amazing um about student concerns so that's exciting too so yeah you very busy, busy but very quiet and i can't yeah, wait for you two to come back like, a quiet week but even on our end like all the virtual meetings I had last week like yeah. it was quiet I was at home in my bedroom but it's probably the most engagement with students we've had all year because we had SAC and mm-hmm. we had Senate and because they're virtual 
like so many more students are writing in the chat turning their mm. mics on like proper getting engaged whereas when we're all in the boardroom students tend to be a little bit reserved which I would be you know sat mm. in front of the vice chancellor but it's been so nice to you know everyone getting so engaged asking questions like mm. but yeah yeah, I I really enjoyed doing the zones last week too. That was fun. Oh yeah, our zones as well. Gosh, we've had loads. Mm-hmm. It's been a busy it week. Has. Imagine how tired we would be if we were doing all on campus and students were all working bop. <gasps> oh, not just oh, bop, bop, but wish we were working bop. You know? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. So, um, you guys touched on it briefly, but. Mm. You two have been self-isolating for the past 10 days. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously, we always try and put ourselves in student shoes, don't we, when we're talking about student issues. And we always try and think from their perspective. But you guys literally have been going through what students are going through at the moment when they're having to isolate. So you both mentioned you struggled with it. Like, yeah. It's a bit mad, actually, how this has almost been going on a year and it's taken till now for one of us three to have to isolate. Like, that's crazy, isn't it? But um, And it just so happened that we were both at the same time. Um, <laughs> it has been a little bit tough. I've called my mum a lot. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say other than it's been a bit tough. But, you know, I'm sure Vic will. Yeah. No, I just, like, I think, especially for me, like... I don't know, like, I really love going outdoors. Like, I love going on walks if it's, like, by myself or whatever. I love getting out every single day into the fresh air and where I've not had that sort of escape and that take a deep breath of fresh air and, like, release. It's been really difficult. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't know, yeah. Like, thankfully, I've got such an amazing support system Mm. and I've never been more grateful Mm. for that and like I know I'm very privileged when I speak about it but I've like Ellen said I've spoke to my mum every single day like I've got amazing friends that have checked up on me like Meg Mm. L everyone in the office has checked up like it's been so Mm. lovely um and it just really does make you think like what if I didn't have that and there is a lot of students out there that don't and they're isolating with not necessarily the people that they're Mm. closest to or they don't like being alone Mm. or there's so many like circumstances that students could be in right now mm. where we're not taking that into consideration when they're isolating. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we aren't in the student union, but like I think as a general consensus, we need to think more about people in general when they're isolating, but obviously we're for the students, that's our yeah. job. What students are going through mm. right now, not like obviously everyone's going through a global pandemic and stuff but individually on top of what it is stepping up and how we can make sure those support services are available when students are isolating and I think we've made some really fab steps like Vic's done the delivery service with the freebies Mm. you know we are Mm. constantly reaching out our advice center is doing virtual meetings if you can't come onto campus um and I think it's just shouting about what we are doing and yeah, yeah completely I think it's so important that I we say it all the time and it's so easy to say it but to actually do it like please just reach out to anyone mm. if you are struggling going through isolation like I was able to reach out to my friends my family but if you don't have them sorts of people or if you need a bit more than just that like our advice centers there there's external companies there's so mm. many 
other ways that you can reach out and get help but that's your well-being as well and I think where we're talking about students is a completely different topic of people are working from home they're having to do their assignments whilst mm-hmm. isolating they're having mm-hmm. to work in such a distracting environment yeah. like I've said I've said from the beginning you don't pick your housemates on who's your best study yeah buddy. exactly yeah and I'm not being funny I-, I can do my meetings from my bedside table because I just sit on teams and chat if I was a student with my books and with you know like cups of coffee and like proper setting up for the day on my mm. bedside table like I could like I was ten gonna days say, would have been so tough, but I think I think you've highlighted something there, Ellen, that is like mm. so critical. Do you remember back in May when NUS did that um mm. show your study space uh like social media campaign, wasn't it? Mm. And and students mm. were posting things like that, like how am I supposed to write my dissertation? Mm. Where I, the one that sticks out to me, and I always talk about it, people are probably fed up of me banging on about it, was that student who had to finish her dissertation mm. and the only place she could get good Wi-Fi was on her staircase mm. and her mum was a childminder. Mad. Like it it's people like that. Like yeah, Ellen, like you said, like, like your staff. For goodness yeah, sake. Exactly. And I'm working on my bedside table. Yeah. So what are there some students? Yeah. You know, I remember the... being a student and we were looking around houses, uh, like me and the girls that I was moving in with, and there were rooms like without desks. And at the time, that was fine. I was like, oh, a double bed, but no desk. That's a compromise I'm willing to take. Yeah. But I know for a fact there's students living in that house now and they don't have you know desks it's mad just a reminder as well it might be a good time to signpost now um as the no detriment policy is uh yet to appear again but we'll talk more about that later Mm. um just a reminder that if you are isolating or you are working from home and you are facing difficulties you're struggling to work you're struggling to be able to complete your work to your same ability just a reminder that the extenuating circumstances policy is there um do reach out for help via it if you need to you can Mm. find out more on the university intranet just type extenuating circumstances in the search bar or get in touch with our advice center and we can kind of help you through the process because there has been covid uh changes to the extenuating circumstances policy i mean whole nother argument about whether or not it's uh good enough to uh, stand in place for a no detriment we'll talk about that in a minute <laughs> but in the meantime if you are you know if you're in Ellen's situation you're working from your bedside table you can't you can't work properly to the best of your ability mm. don't be afraid to reach out and say look I can't this isn't okay I need some extra support I need some extensions I need some extra guidance so mm. yeah just to reiterate yeah, that completely well I can't wait to see you gals again I hope you're both oh. okay yeah oh back in the office on Wednesday and that's exciting cannot wait cannot wait to get a costa oh yeah oh. i have been fo- so the terrace bar i don't know if you've seen have a new instagram yes we they love. do um and they are posting all these pictures about like snake bites in a bag porn star martinis in a bag like all the christmas festive hot chocolates and i'm like get me back to the terrace bar <laughs> now but they're doing click and collect i think which is cool i was sort of gonna think like maybe i should ask for a delivery service as well like staff benefit <laughs> but <laughs> no. yeah if anyone hasn't tried the terry's chocolate orange hot chocolate yeah i would recommend do i need to say that thing where it's like other coffee provision is available do i need to say that but nah. <laughs> i mean it's not um come to the terrace bar yeah. um yeah like it's it's sorry where else can you get five pints of snake bags 
snake bags. Snake bags. <laughs> Where else can you get five pints of snake bites? Five pints of snake bites in a bag for eleven pounds. That is incredible. That was a bit of a tongue twister. That Try saying that it? after five pints of snake bites. Five pints of snake bites <laughs> in a bag. We love to hear it. Please drink responsibly and don't drink five Please pints drink of snake responsibly bites responsibly. And only do our click and collect service if you are able to come on the campus. Yes, agreed. So speaking of ways that we want to support students at the moment, we have brought back the positive pandemic. If you don't know before or you weren't around last year, the positive pandemic was a Facebook page that we created back in March, was it girls? It was just when the... Literally the day we left the office to go and work from home. So we set up the positive pandemic as a way of creating an online community Um, During lockdown, we did things like cook-alongs, bake-alongs, fitness workouts. We won't speak. What, the workout? I loved it. I thought it was My favourite thing will always be the pet thread. I go and look at it regularly. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, I think a girl called um, one of our network chairs, Laura, if I've got this wrong, I do apologise, but Laura's dog, Jerry just lives rent-free in my brain it's this gorgeous (laughs) I think he's a cocker spaniel because he's the same as my dog Dave but he like smiles and wears hats and proper kept me going I loved it I loved it I love how people it wasn't just cats and dogs it was like rabbits tortoises like I was just living for it um so yeah we've relaunched it I mean we haven't I keep saying relaunched we've not really done anything massive but we've start we've kind of brought the page back up again yeah um we are now doing our weekly quiz that's normally on a Tuesday night in our venue. We're doing it online. Um, I'm going to do it tomorrow, girls. So <gasps> not, not run it. I'm going to take join in, I mean. Oh, I'll join in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so we so should cool. do that. I'm so bad at quizzes, though, aren't I? <laughs> do you know what? On an absolute side tangent. Side sorry, tangent is definitely two point. not phrase. But... <laughs> <laughs> side note, tangent, whatever. Um, did a lockdown 2.0 Zoom quiz with my family at oh, the weekend. Yeah. I came, I came in third you place. I didn't come in last wow. place. Did your dad have to give you a lecture again? Not a fact. <laughs> Thankfully not. So Vic will be running a geography quiz next week. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, so we're running, yeah, running various different things on the positive pandemic. Uh, we're meeting soon to figure out what other stuff we can put on there. But yeah, I mean, we kind of just want to hear what you guys want to see on it like what could you have done with last lockdown what are you feeling you need at the moment yeah and it doesn't just have to come from us if you want to write a post on there like a blog Mm. or something or an activity just literally you can type it in and we'll just approve it if it's you know suitable um but we can just get going we don't need to wait for anything um we're gonna have a little planning meeting but other than that please help yourselves to the page that's why it's there so at the moment I think mm-hmm. one of the ideas we had Vic aren't you thinking of doing like a gingerbread masterclass? Oh. or I think you volunteered me for it right no you didn't someone did so, you hate gingerbread <laughs> I so we're not gonna love do that gingerbread I the hate gingerbread. gooey so, stuff oh your vice president activities Ellen O'Dwyer will not be doing <laughs> <Just> that <laughs> no um I think it's been in talks and um, obviously due to not being able to do recharge days and things like this, we want to bring the recharge days to mm-hmm. you guys. Um, and we're looking into, it's still in like the development stages of doing like little care packages, either as a household or individually. Um, 
and like one of the household ideas was do make gingerbreads with your house and you can have a like there'll be a QR code where you can like link to a Christmas playlist and there'll be like so many different things within this care package and we're still like sorting out like so many different like details with it but that's sort of the idea of it and like there'll be different themes so it's not all Mm. gingerbread but that was one of them um that you can go and do at home and then I think our general manager said oh well we can like live stream it and one of you subs can do it as well and I was like oh lord if you saw our previous live streams on the positive pandemic you'll understand that we were not um... made for daytime tv (laughs) I was made for radio gals (laughs) yeah you were wait isn't that usually what people say when they're not very good looking what that you were made for radio yeah Yeah, probably I think I just offended (laughs) (laughs) But no, so yeah, we're thinking like a gingerbread making session led by Ellen, it seems now. I mean, Um, sure. I'm here for the fake fun. (laughs) Would I say I'm a gingerbread making? Um, No, no. Legend, Legend. no. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, we've got weekly quizzes. Um, We're perhaps thinking about maybe some kind of fitness class or workout, maybe run by one of our like... um, Activity groups, like yeah, Paul did who... one before, didn't they? Yeah, Paul did one. Um, dance, I think they're doing like live streams. Mm. Yeah, that's exciting. There's lots of fundraising going on as well. In lockdown one, obviously, Team Winchester did the run to Croatia, raising like almost £15,000, which is just crazy. Mm. And um, I've seen lots of fundraising going on um, as well. So if that is you, please let us know what you're doing so we can shout about it. Oh yeah, please. That's um, exciting. Because you are absolutely you amazing. Incred. That's exciting. Okay. So keep an eye out for the positive pandemic. You can find it on our Facebook page or just search it on Facebook. Um, and you should be able to find it and we'll be, um, putting more on there soon, which is exciting. So going on to our next segment, we're going to chat quick about the no detriment policy. Um, So for those of you who don't know, the no detriment policy was implemented in April um, during the last lockdown to make sure that no student was impacted by um, COVID-19 when it came to submitting assignments um, once lockdown had started. Um, the no detriment policy hasn't been carried on for this academic year, so it did finish um, when the last academic year finished. And there's been calls for the no detriment policy to be reinstated for this year to make sure that no student is still at a detriment uh, due to COVID-19, this new lockdown, you know, the fact that the pandemic hasn't ended. Um, we're still living through a pandemic. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, the student union have been more working to kind of support students on getting it implemented I mean Vicar, I don't know if you want to say anything about that um I think very much like you can all we are very like empathetic mm. with you guys we understand your struggles we've said that we found lockdown struck like mm. hard never mind what you guys having to submit assignments in this sort of environment um just know that we're 100% behind you and um even we understand that um, it can't be implemented exactly the same as last time because as the pandemic is ever changing so do the initiatives that we bring mm-hmm. with it so we understand that it's going to look different and we understand that it's going to be a lot of hard work for everyone involved but as we always say for the betterment of students and the betterment of education it just needs yeah. to happen mm. I agree 
Um, so yeah, I mean, from a student union perspective, we've been lobbying the university for this for quite a few weeks now. Um, yeah, we're we're still working on it. Um, it's a work in progress, and ho hopefully, uh, the work that we continue to do and kind of lobbying senior management and telling them your stories, I think that's really worth highlighting too. When we when we talk to senior management about why this policy needs to be implemented, we talk about you guys and we talk about your stories and what how a no detriment policy would benefit you. So mm -hmm. on that note, um, a number of our student officers have set up a petition um you know they think a no detriment policy needs to be reinstated and they're tired of not seeing action from the university so they've launched a petition um and we're just going to go to a quick chat with them just hear about why they set that up and their experiences and how they think it can help So I'm here with the student officers that set up the no detriment policy that we've just been talking about so hi guys Hello. Um, no. Did you all just want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Just let us know, like, uh, what you're thinking um, and kind of why you wanted to set up the no detriment policy. So, do you want to introduce yourself first? So, go ahead, Julia. Do you want to go first? Yes. Hi. So, my name is Julia. I'm a second year anthropology and archaeology student. Cool. Um, I'm Karis. I am a third year musical theatre student. Yep, and Louise? I'm Louise and I'm a third year media and communications student. And Silas. Uh, hello, uh, my name's Silas and I'm a third year global history and politics student. Awesome, thank you so much guys. So um, your no detriment policy has been getting quite a lot of attention. Um, the petition, would you start it now like um, like three days ago, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Three days yeah. ago. And you've got like nearly 500 signatures or over 500 signatures. Where are you at now? Just under at the moment. I think That's... 470 maybe. That is very exciting. Silence keeps checking all the time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I can't help myself. Is it getting a bit addictive? It's really addictive. <laughs> well, so basically we've we've talked a lot about the no detriment policy already and how we think that you know, students, even though there's been planning and, you know, we knew that there was going to be blended learning, you still can't predict what a student's home life is going to look like. So, I mean, what were your thoughts around setting up the no detriment? Tell me, tell me what you were thinking. Um, well, I think we, we've all been thinking about this for a while. And um, I think with four weeks to go until the end of semester, we thought this is probably the right time. I think people are beginning to get a bit more worried about their grades and the disruption that COVID-19 is causing them and my thinking behind it was that um, as a third year student um, we've we're competing we're, I'm going to be competing against people who um, have just graduated last year and half of my uni experience is going to be very different to, to their experience um, and I just think it would it would be fair if, if there'd be a no detriment policy to help mitigate that inequality really. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I agree with you. Like you, you know, you guys can't ignore the fact that a lot of your final year students and you're heading kind of out. I hate using this term, but into the big wide world. Um, and your grades are going to be yeah used to compare you to other people. So I can completely understand that. Um, for me, I can. Can is it good if I interject? Um, 
for it's very much agreeing with Silas and his points and also just the fact that I'm I'm currently working at home and I'm very much in favor of the other petition petition as well so make sure you sign the other one about <laughs> working from home as well yeah. we love that um and I've just heard from so many different types of students there's parents there's um carers there's people who are too scared to come into university there's all these different types international students that's another one um literally from across all different walks of life and we're all having completely different university experiences to what we signed up for and there is no way that in these circumstances we can get the best grades that we can get because a lot um a lot of us were on what two twos two ones first whatever at the end of the day everyone's working to a different margin but if we can't reach the margin that we should be able to get that's not fair and then like silas said we are going to be competing with people who did get a no detriment policy last year but what has really changed since then? We're still in a pandemic and we're still in a lockdown at the end of the day. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Could not agree more. So, I mean, have you guys found it? I mean, Julia, you're an international student, aren't you? So how have you found it? It's been all right for me personally, because I've been in England and I'm at the uni. I'm lucky enough to be able to go into my lectures and feel comfortable with it. But I know so many international students are in their home countries currently. And even if they're not, it's it's really difficult to try and keep up with um, the COVID restrictions and situations in two different countries. And if you're in your home country, you'll be in a completely different time zone. Like I have a course mate that's in America and he's doing lectures at like what, six, four in the morning it's it's just not ideal he's doing it and he is doing well um but it's just we're all in such different um positions right now it's not just uh international students either there's different situations all over england and i think it's just important to kind of take that into consideration right now yeah definitely i agree with you um and finally karis i just wanted to hear your perspective because you're on a practical course aren't you so how do you think how would the no detriment policy help you studying a practical course? Um, yeah, so like I said, I do musical theatre. Um, and I think the most practical part for me um, is my dance classes, um, which like and I mean, big up my dance teacher, Chris. He is honestly amazing, um, trying everything possible he can to make our dance classes as good as they can be but at the end of the day we're in a dance class wearing masks like we can't work to the same standard um having to take breaks so that we can like breathe enough in order to actually do our dance um and we've also lost a session a week um to have to do it at home um and instead of actually dancing at home, we've ended up having to do kind of like conditioning classes and stuff. So I'm losing an hour a week of my dance. Um, and I think, yeah, just like Louisa said, there's it's virtually impossible for me to get exactly the same grade that I would have if we weren't in these situations. Um, so I think, yeah, like it's just every student's experience is it like different and individual. And I think a no detriment policy would cater to that and enable like all of those different experiences to be recognized um and helped in the best way possible agreed could not agree more well thank you so much for sharing with me kind of your thoughts um and kind of feelings behind it 
I think it's a fantastic petition. Obviously, we've supported it um, and we've been, you know, SABs have been working hard trying to get the no detriment in place. But it's really good to see some kind of student-led activism, you guys fighting for what's right. So thank you so much. If you are interested in signing the petition to have the no detriment policy reinstated, you can find it on all of our social media channels um, and we've shared it on Facebook and Twitter. So do go ahead and find it if you're interested. So thank you so much to our student officers for sharing that with us. Um, thank you for all that you're doing and keep on the hard work. Uh, you guys are amazing. So that's us for this week. Um, so good to chat to you girls again. I miss you. I can't wait for you to I be know. back in the office. I miss you guys. What have you got coming up in the next week? Isn't it International Students Week this week? Yeah, it is a big shout out to our international students. Oh, I feel like you guys have, I mean, students have had it rough everywhere, but international students, I really feel for you guys at the moment. I hope you're all, hope you're all doing all right. And don't worry, we've got your back when it comes to traveling home and yeah. things like that. We'll keep on fighting for you. But yeah, I think we're going to be sharing some stuff on social media, aren't we? And yeah. Yeah. And if you ever need anything, it'll be said on social medias. And as we've said a billion times before, please mm -hmm. reach out to us that's what we're here for and we're here to support and keep you doing, keep doing amazing things that you're doing so yeah it's international student week anything else interesting coming up obviously you girls are back in the office that is the most interesting i think that's just gonna write yeah. a whole day off the calendar right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh if only we could celebrate in know, style right we'll find hot chocolate way. at the t at the terrace oh. bar yes socially distanced hot chocolate yeah. at the tea bar sounds like a yeah, brilliant idea to me thank you okay well on that note um i hope you're all well um do continue to reach out if you need anything stay um, safe and sanitized yeah stay what was stay it stay positive test negative <laughs> <laughs> i love that that I is a so. sign off from 2020 if ever yeah one. um and we'll see you in a few weeks so thanks so much for listening and bye, um, see you soon bye